to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, November 19th, 2019. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. Hi, James Marino. It was a bit of a slow news day today, save for one big item we'll get to in a bit. But what was busy was our feed this morning. Not only did we have yesterday's episode come out, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, but if you are a subscriber, subscriber, you got the second part of the Tamanini Files, in which you and Matt talked about the second leg of Matt's trip, including Darren Brown's secret, the wrong man, what else? Else. Freestyle Love Supreme, uh, Radio City, yeah, oh, Scotland, Scotland City. PA, and Soft Power. Oh, yes. All good exactly. choices. I won't spoil the whole episode, but Matt and I were texting about Soft Power on Sunday night, and we share the exact same feelings towards it, much to my pleasure and validation. So be sure to <laughs> check that episode out. <laughs> Love soft power. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, we, we really intended upon just doing a you know a ten minute conversation. It ended up being thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, all was said and done. It was good though. I listened yeah. to the whole thing. You know, if I listen to the whole thing with my short attention <sighs> span, you know it's a good episode. Yeah, so uh, even though uh, today's Today on Broadway might be a few minutes uh, shorter than normal, mm -hmm. uh, you certainly have a lot of content to listen Can to. Can make up uh, for it, yeah. Make up for it. So, uh, yeah, and as pa Ashley said, uh, you can only list all 30 minutes if you're a Patreon fan. I think we yes. threw seven minutes. We threw the first the first part of the, uh, the first show that he reviewed was... Uh, what, Darren Brown, secret. So uh, we put that in, in the feed for everybody to take a listen to. But the rest Very of it good. was for Patreon only. Yes, people. which of course you can get all that and more by heading over for, over to Patreon.com/slash Broadway Radio or BroadwayRadio.com/slash Patreon. Send a little money our way. We would love you for forever, and even a day after that. <laughs> so first up in the news. Uh, this was a 10 a.m. announcement on Monday morning. Uh, Martin McDonough's, yes, Martin McDonough's Hangman is coming to Broadway. Yes, Monday morning, 10 a.m., as you said, we received the news that the off-Broadway hit play Hangman will be coming to Broadway in 2020. The Martin McDonough play is set to begin performances on February 28th at the Golden Theater with an opening night set for March 19th. McDonough's play follows local British hangman Harry, who finds himself without a job on the day that hanging has been abolished. In the wake of this historic decision, a string of events leads to both comic and tragic consequences. The original production at London's Royal Court Theatre won two Olivier Awards in 2016 for Best New Play and Best Set Design, done by Anna Fleischel, leading to a sold-out off-Broadway run at the Atlantic Theatre Company in 2018. Matthew Dunster will again direct for the Broadway production, and casting for the Broadway premiere will be announced at a later date. So very interesting news here, James, especially coming 10 a.m. on a Monday. Matt's been kind of teasing it, however, in his very Matt Timonini-like mm -hmm. way, has dropped the hint a few times on the show that 
there was a show that didn't make the Broadway tra- transfer from off-Broadway because one of the stars was having a baby. That was Johnny Flynn, who played Mooney in the production, won a Theater, Award, theater World Award for the performance. Uh, I'll be very surprised if they don't try to bring back as much of the original cast as possible. But the best play Tony race is getting increasingly tight. We talked about The Inheritance yesterday, which didn't get quite the reviews it wanted, especially after how well it was received in the UK. I'll still be very surprised if it doesn't get a nod. Slave play should and will be up for consideration. The one to beat at this point, I would say, would be the Lehman Trilogy, which arrives in March at the Nederlander. I've only got to see the... NT Live pro tape of it. I can't wait to actually see it on stage because it's such a stage piece. And then this will very likely be up there. So if those four do indeed get nominations, we've got one more spot for the remaining contenders that we'll have to fight it out for. Did you see this at Atlantic? I didn't see it at Atlantic. I've never seen this on stage. And I know there's an NT Live taping of it, so now I'm going to have to seek that out. I saw this at Atlantic, and I'm going to have a minority report here. Oh. Very surprised this is transferring. Really? Were you not a fan? No. I was Ah. quite bored. Quite bored during the the performance. Yeah. What's it? I I was was just shocked. Uh, you mean how many minutes? Yeah. Uh, I felt like forever, um, <laughs> but it's probably. Oof. <laughs> Oof. But uh, I'd imagine it's uh, it's an hour forty standard, or something like okay. that. Or, yeah, it's it's not a three three hour type of thing. No, now. it's not another the inheritance. No. It's not, it, a and that's only half the inheritance. Yeah. You know, Good. <laughs> Good God. so uh, yeah, uh, but. Maybe I was just off that night because you know I'm certainly maybe. a lot of people, a lot of people really loved this and talked about it and it was a big rave mm-hmm. uh, reviews and everybody said it was going to transfer when it yeah. did. But I, I was you know you're not the first you're, you're not the first person I've seen that has said that that was also surprised to see, or not surprised to see it transfer but wasn't necessarily a fan of either the off Broadway or the original production. Yeah. So uh, maybe I had an off day. We'll maybe. go, you know, when it comes around again, we'll see. And uh, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Don't get fooled again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> the other oh, facet. I had a flashback is, to W. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other facet of this is how many shows we're getting from across the pond this year. Which I mean, we always do, but it's packed yeah. this year. Six plays, I believe, at least. For musicals, very big year for British imports. Did we talk about Broadway's Dirty Secret? Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, so let me pull it up quickly because we didn't plan on doing it. Uh, Helen Lewis over at theatlantic.com uh, oh, wrote yes. a story okay. about Broadway's Dirty Secret we about. We didn't do that. Eva Van Hove's, uh, Hove's uh, successful shows uh, how much American commercial theater relies on European state funding. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a big, it was very, uh, I, I, f- I found this article because it was very big on Broadway stars, got a lot of clicks on Broadway stars. Mm. I was like, oh, what, why, why is this getting all these clicks? And so I read it. It's an interesting story about um, how, uh, I, I don't necessarily agree with their take here that, uh, 
that you know state theater in Europe is funding uh, American commercial prospects. No, but, not but <laughs> but not certainly to that extent. Not to that extent. Yeah. It, it certainly does happen, but um, you know there there's a lot of back and forth and. Uh, and there's a financial gain by everybody involved. Oh, absolutely. So. We'll have to be sure to throw that in the show notes so everyone can read. Yeah. So uh, talking about financial gain, yeah. what are we doing this week's uh, financial grosses? Speaking of, yeah, a bit of a quiet week, James, ahead of the busy holidays. Grosses were down 7% this week from the previous week at a grand total of 32 million eight hundred. And 19,621 split between 36 shows. The big ones at the top of the pack, of course, were Hamilton and Moulin Rouge, both of which took in over $2 million. Ten other productions broke the million dollar mark. Ain't Too Proud, Aladdin, Dear Evan Hansen, Hades Town, Jagged Little Pill, The Book of Mormon, The Lion King, Tina, The Tina Turner Musical, To Kill a Mockingbird, and Wicked. Especially big considering Jagged Little Pill is, of course, still in previews. It put on eight preview performances and made just $46 over the million-dollar mark, bringing in 80.56% of its gross potential. Tina also had its first full week of performances after its opening last week, brought in just shy of $1.5 million at 90.29% of its gross potential. Obviously incredible there. Kristen Chenoweth's limited engagement, Kristen Chenoweth, colon for the girls, came and went at the Nederlander Theater. In eight performances, Cheno brought in $969,894, 75% of the gross potential, but to a sold-out house, of course. Shows pulling in over 100% of their gross potential were To Kill a Mockingbird, Hamilton, Moulin Rouge, American Utopia, and Hadestown, topping the list at 120% of its gross potential. At the bottom of the pack, grosses-wise, for shows in full performances, The Height of the Storm brought in only $251,376, just 34.77% of its gross potential. The Lightning Thief continues its lackluster run at $255,064, or just shy of 30% of its potential. Slava's Snow Show, which opened the middle of last week, played five performances and three previews, ranked lowest last week at 28.5% of its potential. And similarly, A Christmas Carol, which is still in previews, capped at 30.19%. People aren't quite in the Christmas or snowy spirit yet, I don't think, James. <laughs> but obviously, mm-hmm. still no. in still in previews this week of grosses. Now that it's open, it'll be interesting to see what the inheritances numbers will look like next week. With two performances and six previews, the show only brought in 44.83% of its gross potential of the shows pulling in under 50 percent it's the only one that doesn't have a closing date set so that will certainly be the one i'm most curious to see now that it's opened sure uh and i i think that we'll have to look at what the weekly wraps are in in the next two weeks yeah uh to get a a true and i don't even know if you're going to get a true picture because we're going into the holidays weird time yes we've got tourists coming in for both thanksgiving and for christmas 
we're gonna have what three weeks of school off so things like the lightning thief i would expect to see a little bit more traffic than they've had uh christmas carol and slava snow show for sure family members coming in but yeah it'll be really interesting to see regardless of whatever kind of holiday skew we're gonna have (laughs) All right, what do we have in other news? Yeah, a couple of other news items to wrap up. Ahead of World AIDS Day on December 1st, Abrams Arts Center on the Lower East Side has announced its lineup and honorees for its Red Ribbon Review, a celebration of songwriters who have died of HIV-AIDS. Hamilton alum Javier Munez, librettist Dick Scanlon, Fun Homes Beth Malone, and Dimitri Muiz will honor artists across musical genres, including Howard Ashman, Peter Allen, Michael Friedman, and Jerry Herman. The event will benefit Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS and Mothers to Mothers and will take place on December 1st. Another star has joined the already star-studded cast of the off-Broadway musical Emoji Land. Lucas Steele, who is Tony-nominated mm-hmm. for his performance in Natasha Pierre in The Great Comet of 1812, will join the cast of the new musical, which will play a limited off-Broadway engagement from January 9th through March 8th at the Duke on 42nd Street. As we reported last week, the cast includes George Abbott, Laura Sheen, Felicia Boswell, Natalie Weiss, Anne Harada, Leslie Margarita, and Josh Lehman. Just an absurdly good cast. Thomas Caruso will direct. I'm really getting curious to see Emoji Land in ways that I did not expect to. I want to see what Lucas's hair is going to be like. Oh, yeah, of course. He's a trendsetter. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, as soon as he walked out on stage in Natasha Pierre, everybody in the theater just had hair like him. That's why he got his Tony nomination. It was the hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, Sony Masterworks Broadway will release the original off-Broadway cast recording of Superhero, which had its world premiere off-Broadway in January at Second Stage Theater. With music and lyrics by Tom Kitt and a book by John Logan, the musical starred Kate Baldwin, Bryce Pinkham, and more. The cast album will be available for digital download and streaming on December 6th. Always a fan of getting cast album news for anything, especially when that thing includes Kate Baldwin. And finally, on December 16th, Broadway will pay tribute to the late, great Hal Prince. A celebration of the life of the Broadway producer will be held at the Majestic Theater at 1.30 p.m. Doors will be open at 1 o'clock, and the tribute, which will feature performances and speeches, is open to members of the theater community as well as friends and family. The legendary director and producer, as we know, passed away on July 31st at the age of 91. I will sadly, well, not sadly, because I'll be there for a good reason, but I'll be in Atlanta that weekend and week, so I will not be able to attend. But, of course, a little bit of my heart will certainly be at the Majestic for that. I I can't even imagine it. It, (laughs) I I hope that they don't have a show that evening because anybody, it's going to be packed. Well, it's, uh, I believe that's a Monday, so I think they're safe there, but it's, Uh. it's going to be an event for sure. And an event that is only befitting of Hal Prince. 
Very true. All right, Ashley, why don't you get us out of here? Yep. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Be sure to head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash patreon to back us if you haven't already. Pay for things like more of the Tamanini files or, you know, just <laughs> pay for my health insurance. <laughs> also, head over to your podcasting platform of choice as well as the Facebook to leave us a glowing review. That's Broadway Radio on both Facebook and on Twitter. Where you can't leave us reviews, but you can certainly leave us love all the same. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at new. No, this is Ashley. James Marino, get us out of here. Well, you might not be able to leave us reviews, but you could retweet us and repost us. Oh, please, us yes. Things like I that. That's the all-encompassing love. Please. That is the love. And my name is James <laughs> Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Tuesday with us. And uh, Ashley and I will be back and talk with you tomorrow. 